Hi, it's Claire here from Come Back Brighter. Now, it's my mission in life to help people to heal after narcissistic abuse because I have, or I'm in the process of healing from narcissistic abuse. I went no contact when I was 36 with my narcissistic parents, so I've walked that pathway. I know exactly what it's like to go through narcissistic abuse and to make the realisation about narcissistic personality disorder and... I want to teach you the things that I've learned so that you can accelerate your healing. Okay, so the question that I've got this time is, do you feel guilty about everything? Now, I've done videos before about guilt, and I've done videos before about guilt around your narcissistic parent, okay? Because that's huge, you know, that's a huge burden that you have to deal with, okay? But... What I've recently realized is that I feel a tremendous amount of guilt about things that are nothing to do with my narcissistic parent. OK, so what happens when you've gone through narcissistic abuse is not only do you deal with being manipulated by using guilt by your narcissistic parent, you also have an awful lot of guilt in every other aspect of your life. OK, so. The thing that that, that, struck, that came to mind when I was thinking about this is that I remember an incident when I was at school and I can even remember where I was sat. This, this was after lunchtime. I remember where I was sat. The head teacher stood up and said that he had an announcement to make. And his announcement was that somebody had some money go missing. Okay, so they had some lunch money or something they brought in and it had gone missing and that he was going to be investigating who it was what and what what happened. Now, as soon as he said that. I felt guilty. And I'm sure that I looked guilty. And the, the things that went through my mind, my mind started racing at this point. I thought to myself, maybe I took it and I didn't realize that I'd taken it. So I was like sleepwalking. And then I thought, oh, maybe, maybe I, you know, maybe somebody's put it in my bag. And, you know, my, but my first thought was that I had done it. And, and not, I kind of part of me knew that I hadn't, but I was like, may or maybe I thought it's going to be pinned on me. Okay, maybe this is actually more what it was. I felt guilty. I, I thought that maybe I'd done it without being aware, or that somebody was going to accuse me of having done it, and then the money was going to be found on me, and then there was no way that I could deny that I had taken the money. And this is just one tiny example of the guilt that I've lived with my whole life, okay? I've always felt responsible. And I've always felt responsible because I was the family scapegoat. So if there was something that went wrong in my family or my father was in a bad mood or my mother was feeling angry about something, then I was the one that received their anger or their frustration or, or the blame for whatever the circumstance was that was not seen as a good thing. 
And that spilled out into every other aspect of my life. So that when when the head teacher was talking about this money going missing, my first thought was it was me. Because I, as far as I was concerned, for in that moment, everybody else in the room disappeared and he was pointing his finger right at me and saying, Claire, I know you took it. And I just took that blame. I took that as like an accusation and immediately went into a place of feeling really guilty. And I think this is something that really concerned me, right? Because I don't have very many memories from my childhood, but this is one that really, really sticks out. I remember that. And I also remember that a few days later, he said that the money had been found. Now, he didn't say that it had been stolen. I think that whoever had had it had mislaid it. Okay, so I didn't breathe a sigh of relief until that money had been found. I couldn't relax until that money had been found. I have no doubt that I carried that guilt with me for those days until he said that the money had been found. And, it, and it, he didn't talk to me about it. It had nothing to do with me. It was it was entirely. I was entirely blameless, but I took that as my fault. So I really, really want you to understand how this can have an influence on your life because it pervades absolutely everything. So we kind of make the assumption that when we're out in the world, okay, we're also going to be scapegoated by other people, by other adults and by by our friends and by our colleagues and everybody else as well. We make that assumption and we carry this guilt with us, this toxic guilt with us all the time so that it's our it's our standard kind of response to to anything. If and, and what can also happen is that you can you can feel that your defense is coming up if you feel like you're being accused of something that you know is not your fault. And that's usually in your kind of closer relationships that you have where you feel safe enough that you can be defensive. So so, um, you know, maybe my husband will say something to me and and he's not making an accusation. It could be something like, you know, did the did you did, did the bins did we forget to put the bins out or something? And I will take that as an accusation that I forgot that it's my fault. OK, but that's something that I have to unpick myself and work through myself. So what I really, really want you to understand from this is that that level of guilt is toxic. That level of guilt when something happens and you automatically assume that you are responsible for it and you feel guilty or you feel defensive about it means that you've been raised by a narcissist okay and i think what happens is we kind of we kind of compartmentalize things okay so we understand that the toxic guilt that we get when we're dealing with a narcissistic parent is one thing okay and we can sort that out in our own time but I, what I really want you to understand is that feeling that guilty about absolutely everything in your life is also a symptom of narcissistic abuse and is something that would be best if you can liberate yourself from it. OK, um, what I really realized 
the, the other thing that really helped me realize this was I'd been no contact for a couple of years and we had some chickens and we didn't know what we were doing with these chickens. We had never had chickens before. And one of the hens had some chicks and they started to die. And wow. Oh, it was awful. I felt like it was entirely my fault. I mean, I had nothing to do with the chickens. I, they were my husband's thing. I'd said to him, I, they're yours. You clean them out. You're in charge of them. You're responsible. But I felt awful it was like I was killing each one of those little chicks myself actually going out and murdering them if you like okay and that was when I realized that I was dealing with so much guilt okay and this was maybe three maybe even four years into no contact at a point at which I would consider myself pretty far down the healing road I realized that I still had a tremendous amount of guilt to deal with because the other thing as well is not just that that guilt it's what that guilt is the beginning of it's the beginning of that spiral okay so that guilt I felt terrible about the chicks and then what happens is other thoughts come crowding in so everything then that I feel guilty about that I've ever done wrong in my life or the things that aren't my fault that have gone wrong or things that have happened in my life all just come crowding on me and it's like guilt overload. And then that's when you start to feel like shit about yourself. You start to feel like everything's your fault. You start to feel like, you know, I'm responsible for it all. I'm to blame for it. So you're actually scapegoating yourself. You're blaming yourself for everything. And then, then of course, the more and more you're thinking about it, the more you think, oh, you know, I, I don't really want to see anybody. I'm not a nice person. I don't deserve to have friends. I'm going to stay home. You start to isolate yourself. You start to doubt the relationships that you have. You start to doubt your friends. And that's when you're going into like that spiral, that pit of depression that could potentially take you a very, very long time to come out of. So it's not just the guilt. The guilt is like the trigger point for the suffering. It's the suffering that is the problem, okay? It's not just a flash of guilt and you're over it. It's finished. Process it, move on. It's guilt that lingers, that piles in all the things that you feel bad about yourself, that leads to um, feeling uh, like crap about yourself and leads to like a depressive spiral and and then, and then potentially any any ways that you've got in trying to make yourself feel better. So it could be comfort eating, or it could be drinking, it could be drugs, it could be having row with your husband. You're not going to be the best that you possibly can be at this stage. And then, of course, that all feeds into that I'm a crap person, I'm a bad person, which is all from being scapegoated. So I really want you to make that connection to realize that the two things are related. Normal people raised in normal households with good, healthy parents will not deal with that level of toxic guilt that you are dealing with. OK, and it's something that needs to be processed. So if you need any help with processing that, then book a power hour session with me and we'll go through it together. Uh, I'm going to be going over to Patreon now to be giving my tips on how to deal with that level of toxic guilt that needs to be released. All details about my blogs, everywhere you can find me, will be in the comments below. And if you've got any questions or anything, then just email me, Claire, C-L-A-R-E, comebackbrighter at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Thank you.